Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey everyone, welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network's Below Deck Podcast. Tonight, we're talking Below Deck Med, Season 8, Episode 8, titled, Who Needs Frenemies? In tonight's episode, the charter guest leaves the crew struggling to not cross a line. Interior continues to be a complete mess, and I'm not sure if Kyle or Nat are more insufferable at this point. We do have a casino night. The guest seems to really enjoy themselves. Uh, We have a sneaky shot. Sean, which we know a little history about. Mm. And we have a fun night out that reunites the guests with a crew. We don't see that too often. Uh, we'll discuss crew rankings tonight, uh, Sean. But I do want to talk a little bit about Below Deck Legacy here. Um, it's announced premiere on February 5th. We get Captain Carey's coming over from Adventure. Fraser's back. Dumb Guy Ben is back. Mm. And I think the most shocking thing here is, listen, I'm not a math guy, but... February 5th, we're talking 12 weeks away. Does that mean we have 12 more episodes of this manufactured drama trash-filled season before we break free? Well, no. I There's usually a break during Christmas. I'm going to say we have 10 more episodes. That's my prediction. There'll be a break sometime between Christmas and New Year's. Well, they'll take a Monday off. And maybe there'll be a break between the last episode and the premiere. Then again, there, there might be a reunion too. So who's who's to say? I, I, there'll be at least one break. No one would dare do a twenty-episode season. I mean, uh, that, I mean, <laughs> I, I'll say this: I would have been fine with a twelve-episode season of this of this one. Um, I, I do listen. I do feel like the producers here were just like. Hey, let's have Nat and Kyle back. They can cause drama. We'll see what happens. Kind of coast on any other storyline this season. Also, if Nat wants to be in an open relationship by being confused and depressed about what that is, that would be great. Also, Kyle, if you can have some forced fainting and sprinkle that in there, we'll just we'll just call this one a wrap. And the storyline's done. Season's over. Okay. Um, I don't know why any producer would insist. That Natalia spent all of her time on the phone, because that's not good TV. We well, that's that all la- we're seeing. That's all we're seeing, Sean. That's we, all we're seeing. We said that last year with uh, oh, I forget her name now. Natasha, Natasha. Natasha. <laughs> it's basically seeming as Natalia. Uh okay. The Kyle fainting thing. It, I, yeah, I agree with you, Kyle. I think Kyle more than anyone is submarining the season. Pun intended. Yep. Because he's over the top dramatic for the purpose of being dramatic. And maybe he might just be a dramatic human on his own off camera, but it doesn't feel real all the time. Yes, that was that that was not a panic attack. He was he just felt like laying down to be dramatic. I'm sorry. That's what that hundred percent looked like. And 
like end of the episode, he just gets into a fight for no reason with Max. That I'm still confused about. We'll, we'll was, get into that later, and then yeah, and then Natalia is just looking for fights nonstop. Like every, she's just trying to get into Jess's head about the Kyle thing. But then again, Kyle's also being overly argumentative with Jess anyway. So yeah, they're we need one of them to go. It's, it's becoming too much. No, I fully get it. Uh, yeah, there was a weird thing at the end, and you know, we'll get into it, but um why don't we start at the top a little bit? Because I feel like the beginning of the episode, Kyle, who is the king of talking behind people's backs, was upset that jessica expressed a feeling she had to to me uh her superior exactly mm. what she should do um kyle takes it super personally i listen he is totally a guy who dishes it out but can't take the heat and i just can't get over the fact that he went off on jessica so much on such a little detail maybe i'm missing something here or maybe he just was so upset with everything else. And I, I mean, Sean, he fainted this episode. Fainted. Yes. Okay. So he's got a lot going on. He's got too much going on. So, yes, yeah, so much though that Toomey has to rearrange the schedule. So, Jess and Kyle aren't working together. I, I, when that fight happened, I'm like, this is the most low stakes fight in the world, but it lasted like most of the episode. And then, yes, he's so distressed from it that he does a pretend panic attack faint, right? He just lays on the ground and, like, complains. And yeah. to me, maybe because she's, like, the boss is, like, I have to take this seriously and call us a panic attack. And, like, takes care of him, I guess. Uh, what does he, she do? I don't know. She's just, like, kind of there for him. And... He blames it on the drama. And so then later on that night, he sends a text message to Natalia and Toomey, thanking them for being there for him and just letting everyone know that he can't deal with the drama and like uh, people's personal issues. Right. And that whole, and that whole text was whether it was a attack on Jessica or not, sending a text to three people and calling two of them out specifically for helping you it's kind of a dig on the other person, or at least they could take it that way. Um, 100%. Yeah, it it wasn't, he didn't need to lay down. He wanted to lay down. Um, and I think, Sean, you had a really good tweet. Kyle's the guy that calls in sick every two weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Like he's, he... he's just he's just not up to it, or like, oh, we're doing inventory count today. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, he... I I don't like him. I really I really dislike this guy. So right. That I thought that was clearly a dig at Jess. Yeah. I like because he's thinking two of the three people, excluding her, they still haven't made out made up yet. She tries to talk to him uh, earlier in the episode. He refuses at the time. He's he's too worked up. The next day, Jess talks to Timmy about this. To me, for some reason, I think just to kind of keep the interior under control, tells Jess that the panic attack wasn't directed at her, that the personal issue thing was more about Natalia. 
So what, Natalia's open relationship with her boyfriend is causing Kyle panic attacks. That's uh, it's sympathy pain, Sean. He knows how much Natalia is going through, and Kyle is such <laughs> such a stand up guy. He's going through sympathy pains. Um, now, look, it was a fake panic attack, but if it was a real one, it would make sense. It would be it would involve the girl he had the big fight with earlier that day. If yeah. anything, right? It would not be about Natalia's boyfriend, someone he doesn't really even like. Nope, he's not even. He's that's what this episode is called. Uh, who needs frenemies? Natalia's a frenemy. Yep. Now, I w- now speaking of Natalia, so obviously Kyle goes through this whole thing. And so Natalia, she is on the other side. And I don't know if, I feel like she is doing this a little bit, but she's just trying to manipulate Jessica. Or at least that's what Jessica infers in this whole thing, right? So the whole thing about Toomey laughing when saying, oh, Jessica can handle um, being on service this this charter or saying hey did you look at kyle's text what an attack to you just just is a very impressionable person and the problem is you have two monsters in natalia and kyle trying to get jessica to kind of be on their side and stir the pot using her it's it's just it's so blatant when we're watching it or at least how it's edited and I mean, it's just tough to watch. You're just watching bad people do things. Yeah, and unfortunately for Natalia, Toomey hates her. So yep. Toomey's going to do some publicity for Kyle for no reason. And then suggests is like, oh, yeah, that text that that was directed at Natalia's personal issues, not mine. And I'm going to apologize to him. He does accept the apology to his credit, he also does apologize. Um, I don't know why she she goes. I didn't mean that anything in a malicious way. No, of course not. You you heard him talk trash about you, and you called him on it. That's not malicious. That's just you confronting somebody with something bad they did. Yep. But again, Toomey's doing publicity for uh, Kyle, so. Now the three of them are friends. Like they're yeah. all they're all buddy buddy during like the crew night out. And that's what I wanted to get into, Sean. So that that crew night out, um, it was pretty evident. And I don't know if Kyle was laying this on because he knows that Natalia hates Toomey. Maybe this is giving him too much credit, but I feel like this is the line he would go down, is just basically saying, Oh, Jessica, Toomey, we're all now so close. And meanwhile, Natalia's on the other side of the table getting texts from her boyfriend who she kind of is super upset with, but also loves. And um, really just, I can see her going down the road of self-sabotaging and also just being miserable. So um, she does a little bit actually there while she's at the table, her boyfriend texts her. I love you. And she texts back. I love you because she does. But um, Luca sees it. And so I think that kind of like flips a switch in Luca. You know, he's like, thank God. I I think he's just like, he's just going to dodge a bullet here. You know, let's lay off that one. So uh, um, interesting developments here in this episode where he goes into the bathroom with Jessica. I know they talk. Do they do more? Do they kiss? Do they make out? What happened there, Sean? I, I didn't see them kiss. Did you? 
I thought I maybe I missed it. Yeah, I, I didn't. But they they did go to the bathroom together. That's gonna happen soon. Yeah, we think maybe later this night because it obviously ends in a cliffhanger. Uh, oh, I also forgot to mention in Kyle and Jess's meeting where Jess apologizes for some reason. Kyle does convince her that this is all Natalia's doing, the, our fight. And as you mentioned, it kind of is. Not, not like 20%, 30%, because Natalia was in Jess's ear. And now, so now Jess kind of thinks like, oh, I figured Natalia out. But she's trying to cause drama between me and Kyle. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, well, good for Jess though. Yeah, well, good for Jess and Luca. Well, now you have the three, three interior exclusive of Natalia, right? All mm-hmm. getting along, and honestly, I feel like Natalia's taken that personally. How dare all three of them get along? Um, <laughs> so she's like, she's like the MJ meme at this point, right? Yeah, um, she so calls she, them the. Oh, sorry, she calls them the worst people, or no, the fakest people she's ever met. Hot. Calling the kettle black a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Oh, yeah, the biggest people she's ever met. Yes. Yeah. So pot meets kettle. Yes. Yeah. So they uh they do see the charter guests one more time, um and so Laura makes out with all of them. Jack impressive. Uh, yeah, really. She went. I think she went nine for nine. I only thought there were eight charter guests. So the fact that she made out with <laughs> nine of them is unbelievable. Um, Max does uh make out with one of them as well. So. Yeah, good on him. Um, but they all do go back to the boat. And then, Sean, obviously, at the end, um, there is... Listen, Sean, neither of you, neither you nor I uh, know exactly if Kyle was right or wrong in this situation, but he was making a community that is supposed to be very inclusive seem very exclusive from, okay. from his stance, at least. That's all I know. I can't wait to talk about this. All right. So, yeah, they get back to the boat. The first thing Kyle does is he looks at Max, who, by the way, everyone likes now, and he didn't get that memo. And he's just like, maybe he's just kind of ribbing him. But he he goes, Max, you and Lenny will never work out. I don't know that Max is like making wedding plans. These attractive women he made out with, like, yeah. I think you said a fun night. They keep kind of ribbing each other, and Max mentions that he's part of the LGBTQ plus community. And Kyle says, that's not true. And he goes, no, there's an S in the plus for street. Now, I think to Max's credit, he's like, no, like I'm an ally. Like I like, yeah. I like gay people. I should be part of the plus as well. And I, I kind of love, love this because look, Hopefully, like, 10, 20 years down the line, we get to a, that point where, like, gay people aren't being discriminated against anywhere in the world. I'm sure it'll take longer than that in some parts of the world. Wouldn't it be great if we we were just all the same? And that was Max's point. He's like, yeah. we should just all be a big group and all just <laughs> hang out and appreciate each other. But, <laughs> of course, if you include straight people in that community then that just includes everyone and then what's the point right yeah yeah kyle was just a guy with like he was in he was in the the treehouse and and max didn't and he didn't give max the password to get in like he's just like no you can't come in you can't be in here 
Um, it's, you know, I love that conversation. I think the main difference might be so Max is French. I don't think they had like a history of homophobia the same way like America or South Africa did. So with that, it probably just wasn't a, as big of a deal there in like sexual identity isn't mm-hmm. doesn't really define people in France. It's more like, oh, that guy hooks up with guys and girls. Good for him. Like people don't really yeah. care over there or haven't had that history of homophobia. We're in Kyle's from South Africa. So I'm, it's different. I think it probably shapes you more if you feel like you're being discriminated against or like oppressed or anything, but no, I, I love everything Max had to say there. I just like it, you know, Max was, and yes, you can call it naivety or maybe it was being French versus American, but his message was we should just all like have a good time together and be all inclusive. (laughs) And um, like, I get it. Right. Like you, you probably, you and I, probably aren't the you know best to really really dive deep into this um and have a huge amount of knowledge on the topic but uh you have to love where he's coming from and the the nature of like like can we just all get along and have a great time together we could add an s i think that's like overall it's <laughs> a good thing we can add an s we like well, look it's i mean that as a positive as a way to support everyone but yeah if we're gonna Let's put an S in there. We're just part of the plus. Yeah. Now, um, Nat tries to defend Max. And <laughs> not the, like, what his overall statement, but more like, no, he can be part of it. And she asked Max, would you Eiffel Tower a girl? And I think Max is like, hell yeah. It's like, okay, fine. Then you're, bi- well, let's call you bisexual. Kyle gets super pissed. Yep. Just, I think just his excuse to get pissed at Natalia and basically says you'll never control me and you love throwing people under the bus the second part is true yeah natalia natalia loves drama the control thing i don't really get that maybe it has to do with natalia being the chief stew for the first charter and holding that over everyone's heads yep or kyle's obsession with rank but yeah it's so kyle and nat haven't really fought like hard yet this season but that's gonna happen here it is yeah it's coming up so um i i know since they have a day they haven't even got to their day off sean that's That's the crazy yeah Yeah. um i do want to say before we uh before we go into crew rankings um how about captain sandy with those cutaways um when obviously the chef which i know we want to bring this up before we go into rankings but the chef takes a sneaky shot, which Sean, you and I are well aware of sneaky shots. Uh, oh, yeah. we, used to, we used to have a friend that their their girlfriend hated them doing shots at bars. So they would go off and do sneaky shots while the girlfriend wasn't looking and be like, John, come do a sneaky shot with me. So um, he does a sneaky shot with the guests and he tells Sandy, I think he wasn't going to, but Toomey said it was a good idea. Long story short, they have a cutaway for like the, um, you know, coming up on below deck where Sandy goes, well, pack your bags. <laughs> it was actually pretty good by Sandy. I know we dog on her all the time, but that was, that was funny. That was a good. Cut. She had a couple good pranks. I guess maybe those aren't pranks, but kind of gotchas that mm-hmm. one. And then 
I think during the tip meeting. Mm-hmm. I heard this. Oh, yeah. yeah. She goes, we, we took another charter, no day off. We're turning it tomorrow. And then surprises them that they're actually going on a booze cruise. Yep. Or this is a booze cruise. They're renting like a 24-hour charter. Yep. For the for the crew. Yeah. So yeah, a couple of nice moments from Sandy. Uh not that hurt. So she was that a sprain, sprain wrist. Ah, she broke or it. Broke, yeah, right. It was it was a break. It's like but, a, I don't I don't know what the definition it seemed like a hairline or so it doesn't need to be in a cast. So yeah, you're right. It was broken. Uh, guess she's a high pain tolerance. That's what she says. Yeah, but are you on like? So she's not on any painkillers for that, or nothing? Because maritime law, like nothing, clearly nothing controlled. Right. Maybe she's on like Motrin or something. Probably. That, that feels like that would hurt. Yeah, I might, but she you know, really... making, she's making the buku bucks. I think she only works during. TV season. Yeah, she she's probably very rich now. Being yeah. on TV. Yeah. But hey, that's there's always a little bit there's always more money, right? No, always. Um, so all right, Sean, you want to get into why don't we just do your crew rankings? Because at this point, it's mid-season rankings. Yeah. I think at this point, I don't know if we necessarily have to do who won or who lost this episode. I just kind of want to hear first eight, nine episodes of the season. Where are you ranking everybody? This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Mid-season crew rankings, a little tough to do because exterior and interior is just such different things right now. The way they work together and everything. And I sort of favor exterior on a personal level. So I've got Luca, number one. Guy says universal approval. He's a good boss. Please stop chasing after Natalia. It's not worth it. And it looks like he learned that lesson. So I'm looking forward to him and Jess hooking up. But just a good guy. Handsome, handsome dude. I'm got to look at number one. I have Laura second. She's almost tied for first. Great deckhand. She's cool. She's chill. She's fun on nights out. I like that she's uh, done a complete 180 on Max. She's mentioned offhand tonight that what a what a chill guy Max is. Like, I love that. Yep. And I got my man Max number three. I, I just like this guy's take on life. I know at first we thought, oh, this guy's just lazy. He's always sitting around um, playing with stuff, doing handstands or whatever. But I know he's he's elite. The the <laughs> being part of the LGBTQ community tonight, that was a very funny conversation. S, yeah, S. Yeah, he added S. in the S. He added um, in the S. <laughs> I Sean, want to take uh, be a thing. Yeah, Sean, I will say it's pretty evident that exterior is so much more likable than interior. Like, not only in your crew rankings, but like if you go on Twitter, no one's like, you know what we need more? We need a little bit more Natalia from Kyle. 
I would hope not because they get all of the screen time. Yeah. But we get we get some max cutaways, which is a nice break. Yeah. So he, he's really representing the deck team in that way as far as screen time. Mm-hmm. So fourth, I have Jack. He's an awesome chef and he's pretty fun too. Yeah. Like, you know, he's trying to hook up with girls, trying to hook up with charter guests. I like Jack. All right. Fifth is Natalia. Here's the thing. She can't be at the bottom because she's just the overwhelming main character of this season. Yep. Right. We we agree. Her boyfriend, like voice gets more screen time than some of these people. And look, she is great for drama, even if we are sick of it. I think she some of it can be good sometimes though. Her like the drama she creates. Right. I can't specifically point to anything right now. Oh, I kind of like some of the two the two I like the Toomey fight in the second episode about when she's given Toomey the tour of the boat. Yeah. I that that felt very real. So I've got Natalia five, mainly just because she's the main character. I have Toomey six. Um look, she's trying. I think she could be a good chief stew. Mostly this season, I've been unimpressed. I don't. I think she's a good person. She's just not that fun on nights out. She's not trying to hook up with any like anyone. She's. I don't know, kind of being controlled by Kyle a little bit. I'm I'm hoping for a big improvement during the second half of the season. I'm just based going on what we've seen on camera so far. So not going by blood like down under, just by blood right. like that. Yep. So two That's six. Fair. Uh just seventh. Look, she's pretty low because that charter didn't go better without her. Yep. Interior worked w- way better, no fights without her. Uh, but I think she's gonna have a solid second half of the season. Her and Luca could be pretty fun. So just seventh. I have Healy eighth. Jen, I got nothing here. I didn't write anything. Uh, do you have any thoughts on Haley? I think she showed her boobs in the first episode. She did. And that's all. I think that's it. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't really, like, she literally hasn't been on camera at all. Like, she seems to be, the only time we see her really talking is when she's with Lara. And yeah. so I think that's Lara's screen time. Um, no, I mean, I, I got nothing on her. I mean, did you forget to put Kyle in there? Because like, I know he's probably going to be ninth, but like, how do you put Haley, who is the most nothing of a charter season and put, uh, put Kyle below or put Kyle below her. Well, explain, um, before we get to Kyle, I want to shout out, uh, Ruin. Was that his name? The guy mm-hmm. with the big resume? Rue, Yeah. Yeah, like that guy because I was never seen that on TV, <laughs> I, except for scripted shows. Never seen that in the reality show though. Yeah. Um, Ian Brooke. Yeah. Who who is my favorite? So I want to shout them out. They're spiritually they'd be much higher than Kyle, but I just wanted to want to mention them. And I got Kyle last. I'm I'm starting to hate this guy. I think I think the fake panic attack did it for me. 
Yeah. Just seeing him on the ground. I don't know. He's occasionally a good steal. I think there is an episode where or a whole charter where an Italian to me were really fighting hard. And Kyle did sort of pick up the slack. But no, most of the time though, he's lazy, he's entitled, he's obsessed with drama, he's a victim complex. And he's just overly confrontational. And it I reached a point tonight, I think, where it maybe it is believable because maybe there are people like this. I don't know. It just it feels off though. Yeah, no, I mean I think I listen. It's pretty evident that everybody likes interior a lot more than exterior. Um it, it's I it's crazy how I put pretty much Kyle and Natalia pretty much on the same insufferable level mm. and they're ranked fifth and eleventh respectively. Okay. Um, Good point. Uh listen, right. I, listen, Sean, those are the crew rankings. They're set in stone. You can't change anything <laughs> at this point. I'm just saying these are a couple of things people are gonna talk about. Um, um okay. I would say I just like Natalia a little more. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know that she should jump up six spots because of that, but like we said, they're, they're set in stone. So. I know they are. So <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. I, Kyle really lost me last season when he was a bully for the entire season. And at the end he was like, Oh, it's okay. Cause I was bullied. So that's why I act this way. It's like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, I hope he brings he, it up later. Like maybe next episode. <laughs> He's like, because I was shoved in lockers. Now I shove people in lockers. It's like, all right, man. You That's gotta, a, you gotta pick a lane. That is a reality show staple. The uh, personal tragedy story. Mm-hmm. Like that was always the thing in The Bachelor. Like, girl that like lost whose goldfish died when she was eight, explains why she's having a hard time. Like, I don't know, committing or being vulnerable. Like, yeah, that's. <laughs> That is a thing, though, yeah. a personal tragedy story, and some are real and some are, I don't know. Uh, well, it's just like people rationalize something that happened in their life for why they can act shitty. And it's just like the whole thing about horoscopes, which are, you know, your sign. It's like, oh, I'm a Gemini, so people expect me to lie to them. It's like, no, you just like to lie, and you use the fact that you were born in May to yeah. to lie it's all bullshit so all right sean um i feel like this is a good spot to um kind of end it here um listen we have eight episodes in we have eight episodes to go i do think the charter out and the day off is going to be kind of a shit show but listen mm. we can just hope for the best at this point and hope that maybe if natalia or kyle are forced to leave or have to leave it kind of creates new storylines and creates people acting like humans again. I think it'll happen soon. It usually happens after the day off. Okay. Or like sometime around like the, the day off point. Right. Yeah. That's usually when like, okay, someone's going to get fired. Um, You say eight episodes to go, as you mentioned, it might be more, yeah, but could be. we'll see. But uh, yeah, everyone, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bon voyage.